0: Welcome to Restaurants Reinvented, the podcast for restaurant executives where we go beyond the four walls of the store and talk about industry, trends, strategies, and challenges that the C-suite tackles every day. Your host is Jen Kern, a career marketer across multiple industries and the CMO of Qbeyond. Now let's get started.
1: This is Jen, and welcome back to Restaurants Reinvented. Today, I'm doing something very new and different and kind of awkward for myself. I'm doing a solo cast, so I'm the only one here. Hopefully, we'll have people listening, but no guests today. And the reason I'm doing this is because I wanted to cover this topic that is so near and dear to my heart, and I'm just like super passionate about it. And it is about POS, which on the surface can sound a little boring, and it can also sound self-serving because we're a POS company. But what the topic entails is doing the right thing for the industry, responsibility for the industry, and my passion about equipping restaurant operators with the tools, knowledge, and capabilities, really understanding of modern technology that they need to make critical decisions around their restaurant operations. So there's this topic that's been swirling around in many circles recently, and it's a clickbaity topic. We use that term in marketing to mean like... It's a jazzy, kind of alluring topic or title that you put on an ad or an email to get someone to open it, and that title is POS is dead, or is POS dead? Most often, it's stated as an emphatic POS is dead, and we all know POS isn't dead. POS is going through a tumultuous transformation, and so I recently published this article called The Big POS Reframe. I published it on LinkedIn. You can find it on our blog post as well. Because what I think is a better question to be asking versus is POS dead? Because we know it's not. Is how has POS changed and evolved? And then more specifically at the individual operator level, is my POS positioned to take me through the next 10 or 15 years. You could even cut it down and say, is my POS going to be able to evolve and change with me over the next two or three years? And how you are able to discern the answer to that question is by understanding how POS is changing and how it's different. So let me just cut right to the chase. POS used to be absolutely the only piece of technology in the restaurant about 50 years ago, 40 years ago. It was the only piece of technology. It's the only way That we've been running our business as a restaurant, collecting money and transactions. And the thing about it is that POS that was created, my goodness, in the late 1800s was one single point of sale. Not only was it the only piece of technology in the restaurant, but it was intentionally built to handle one type of transaction money, later credit cards in the store. The problem is, the POS was very slow to evolve. So in the early 2000s, when technology came on the seam strong, I remember the dot-com bubble, and then tech slowly worked its way into restaurants, POS pretty much stayed stagnant. And its reputation started to completely crumble because instead of POS being an enabler or accelerator of the restaurant operations and business, It became a hindrance. It got in the way. And that's only worsened over the last 10 years because POS has continued to be an area that has not been innovated on. So this is why I'm so passionate about this topic. Is POS dead? Because we know it's not. Let's ask the right question. Let's ask the better questions. How has POS changed? How has it evolved? It has changed from being the main dish your main LTO favorite menu item to a side dish. It's that little thing over on the side, okay? And when I say little, I'm not being diminutive and trying to put it down. I'm just saying there are so many order channels now in the universe of how guests can obtain their food. And POS is simply one of many. So let's talk about this big POS reframe and what that actually means. Because I wanna help equip you all for reframing the POS within the context of your organization to better drive sales, guest engagement, and ultimately delight and surprise your guests. And by the way, your employees. And it starts the other way around. If your employees are using a dated POS system, more often than not, they're going to be pretty miserable. So let's start by equipping your employees with modern tools and modern ways of thinking and using the transaction systems in the restaurant and that are happening in the digital realm and make them happier so that they're providing better hospitality to your guests. So my big POS reframe starts with habits. Habits are so hard to change. I think the experts say it takes 30 30 days minimum of doing and practicing a new habit before it actually becomes a habit. So it takes a lot of discipline. Well, if I take this idea of old habits and think about it in, in restaurant terms, POS is effectively an old habit. It has become an old habit because for the past 40 years, POS, like I said, has been the only piece of technology and it's changed very little. So restaurant operators just got used to using Dated POS. But we all know the restaurant world has changed significantly, not just since the pandemic, but since the growing tide of digital evolution. And the role of POS must change with with it. I love the metaphor, and I'm an 80s girl. So we all remember the singer and artist Prince. Well, he went through a transformation and he became known as the artist formerly known as Prince. I feel the same way about POS. It's sort of like, the artist formerly known as POS, right? So who is the new artist then, if it's not POS? Well, I'm just going to tell you, Q, we advocate for a platform. A platform approach, which we call a unified commerce platform. I'll get a little bit more into that later. Again, this isn't going to be a long podcast. It's just me. I'll get into explaining what we mean by unified commerce platform, because there are tons of platforms coming into market. These are great. These are meant to be more like enterprise ERP-like models that help you integrate and unify and have much better API integration capabilities. So we'll talk about platforms. But the point is that the original client server-based POS and even the first-gen cloud POS that came about around 2010, it really wasn't designed to handle the challenges facing restaurants today in 2023, not to mention rapidly changing guest demands. Because guests today, they absolutely want this Amazon and Netflix-like personalization. And we're pretty far from it in restaurants today. As as Jonathan Ralkin from Chipotle said on my podcast a couple years ago, we're just in the first inning of digital transformation here. So that's why it's time to change our old habit of relying on the POS as the center of your restaurant technology universe. It's time to view POS as just one piece of the system, not the system itself. And so in this new world order... When POS is just one order channel, it now finds its home within this larger foundational environment I'm talking about. And the foundation is built on a data-first, modern microservices, ideally, architecture. And when I say data-first, what I mean is this is a highly modern, scalable system that starts with data objects. It doesn't start with building the data and trying to collect the data later. It starts with one item and one menu and a dynamic view of that item and menu that it can actually change with you. So we actually do a annual digital survey every year. This is the fourth year we've done it. And this year in our state of digital, 50% of fast casual and restaurant brands said they'll be switching to a unified commerce platform in the next two years. So let's look at what is the definition. According to Q, what is the definition of a unified commerce platform? A true unified commerce platform is a data-driven foundational framework. Okay, we're talking about the data again. It's the it's the data creation layer, okay, that unifies the ordering journey across brands, channels, and systems. And the result is real-time access to all your order data. More importantly, it provides one place, one backend system to control all your commerce functions. So back to that one single menu item, the one data object, you create that one time at the data creation layer. And then you have one single menu that you're managing across all your channels, one time to change the price in one place. This is a big area of improvement because in the past, the one big area, where, I mean, there's a lot of areas, but the one big area, particularly today that POS has failed, is in unifying the data. I mean, try normalizing data that's been created across 5, 10, 15 front-end systems, right? Think about your web ordering, your digital apps, your third-party delivery, your in-store POS, your kiosk, your drive-thru, all with different payment systems. Layer on top of that loyalty, labor, inventory. It's nearly impossible to get and normalize all the data in any acceptable time frame. By the time you get, get your hands around the data... It's stale. It's old. But when you're able to merge the physical and the digital order channels using one singular data creation layer that's intentionally built on that microservices and agile platform, that's also, by the way, cloud native, then you're able to deliver holistic real time insights while still allowing for best in class integrations that can plug into your foundation. So now operators. You get to choose the best-in-class solutions you want to work with. This is not an all-in-one model. Some people think a unified commerce platform means back-of-house, front-of-house, everything in one system. There are absolute providers that do that, some better than others. That is not what this is. This is a foundational model where you can build your business the way you want to build it. A key defining trait of unified Commerce Platform is that it embraces and encourages these open API-first integrations. At Q, we consume our own APIs, by the way. And it stays true to what I'm calling this higher purpose of unifying the data, the brand, and the channel management. So some of the things you could expect to see out of this. So here are some things to look for. Can my POS do this today? Will my POS be able to change to do this in the future? Single menu management. So imagine a back end where you can go in and you can change a price for your delivery, how much you want it to, your hamburger to be on your delivery channels, how much you want it to be in store, how much you can be want it to be at the drive through. All your different locations catering in one menu in one place. All different prices, marketers think about the imagery, you want to use different imagery on your different channels. You can change that in one back end area for all your ordering channels. This is huge. Some of our customers are reporting up to 90% time savings on menu management. So think about your single menu management capabilities and how that's working right now in your POS. Secondly, unified ordering and fulfillment processes. We're talking here about the operations, how quickly you can take an order, make the food, and deliver the food right to the guest. When you have a streamlined KDS and POS system that are working hand-in-hand and follow one process flow, You've already got the data right there. We are seeing incredibly high order accuracy rates. That's the number one area that this unified ordering and fulfillment process is able to optimize your kitchen. Number three, a unified cloud. And Q is one of the first that actually used edge networking to create a local in-store cloud. So of course we still rely and do backups through our public cloud, but we also have an in-store cloud For a third layer of redundancy, we don't have single terminal failure, or master terminal, one master terminal failure. Each machine in the store is backing up each other. They're being backed up to the public cloud, and they're being backed up in store to the local store cloud. This is massive. This is a huge pickup of speed, accuracy, stability, reliability, and security for the data. It's not a server in the store, it's a little tiny edge node in the store that increases the data speed and the, brings the data closer to where the computing is done. Number four, unified data models. We've talked about that, but essentially data is being normalized at the source, not after the fact. Unified multi-brand portfolio management. What does this? It's a lot of unified, I know. Well, there are a lot of portfolio companies out there now going out and acquiring restaurants. Okay, so you, you acquire a restaurant that has four different POS systems, and your restaurant already has two, you now have six. How efficient is that going to be in the next two to five years? I think you know the answer. So this multi-brand management, again, not tooting your horn at all, just providing information. Q enables that, having multiple brands with one backend, where you can manage the brands in one place. Lastly, this is kind of obvious, but it helps unify your tech stack and your architecture. It's built from the ground up for enterprise-level chains, and I'm, I'm talking and referring mostly here to fast casual and QSR chains. So now back to our old habits, our habit of relying on the POS. The, our habit of like, even the word POS" is exhausting. right? You feel drained just hearing POS. I, I see people's energy just go so far down, including my own. So what changes with a unified commerce platform? Here's what changes. The unified commerce platform relieves the burden. The bloating that's being placed on the POS today, it takes that away. We are not expecting the POS to perform the way it used to perform when it was the only channel, okay? So the POS becomes its best version of itself, which is an in-store channel. And we we remove that burden, that technical debt that's on the POS today by providing this underlying foundation, this data creation layer. The POS, as we said, it's simply one of many channels. There are a lot of different definitions, as I referred to, out there today for unified commerce. As I mentioned, it's not an all-in-one solution. It's also not a digital-only solution. So there's two ways to build, right, a modern platform for your restaurant. One is top-down, where you keep all of your systems in place and you bolt new stuff onto it. That can be very tenuous. It can work. It makes it harder to get the data. We advocate for a bottoms-up process. And when we say a bottoms-up process, we're starting with the foundational level, and we're building everything off of that versus the other way down. It's also a unified commerce platform, we believe, not built through mergers and acquisitions of a bunch of tech companies. That's dicey. That's just dicey. And then there's more information about some of the benefits, the order accuracy. I talked about the normalization, revenue generating opportunities, centralizing your, your operations. Most importantly, the ability to continually innovate into the future and to have a stable foundation that keeps your doors open and helps you grow. So times of change, The way restaurants talk about POS also needs to change. Let's stop saying it's dead. It is not dead. It's changing. It's evolving. Our responsibility to the industry is to share our best practices and information. I'm not a vault here, and I'm I'm not the only one. There's much smarter people than me talking about this. But since I have my little platform here, I thought I would use it to talk about how POS is neither hero nor zero. It's moved from main dish to side dish. And if you continue to rely on your POS as the central point to collect full picture data on your business, it's going to continue to let you down. So let's reframe together. Let's evolve together. Let's take this responsibility seriously because our employees, our restaurant workers depend on it and our future depends on it. And we want to see this industry flourish. We don't want technology getting in the way. We don't want technology leading the way. We want our amazing people and our amazing food leading the way, supporting and enabled by technology in the best case scenario. Love you all, peace out, be great, and thanks for listening. I really hope this solo conversation and discussion about PRS reframe helps you in some small way today. I'd love to continue the conversation. What questions do you have? Challenge me, I wanna be challenged. Challenge my thinking. Let's do this together. Reach out to me. You can reach me on LinkedIn, email jkern at qbeyond.com. And let's talk some more about this. Do you want to come on the podcast and talk about how you're reframing POS within the context of your organization? I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to have you on the show. Let's keep the conversation going and let's help each other be better.
0: Thank you for checking out this episode of Restaurants Reinvented. This show is brought to you by Q, a restaurant tech company paving a brighter future for operators with the industry's first unified commerce platform. If you enjoyed what you learned in this episode, make sure to follow Restaurants Reinvented in your favorite podcast app or visit qbeyond.com, that's q-u-b-e-y-o-n-d.com forward slash podcast to find all of your latest episodes.